It's the painter. <laughs> He's here for a hug. Cash money records taking over for the 99 in the 2000. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. I'm pretty sure I said host instead of host, but that's fine. I'll be your hose. Hose! <laughs> Take off your hoser. Uh, that, that's a good time to actually, before I talk about what shows we're going to talk about, let's, let's uh, introduce our uh, guest from Canada. It's Toby. Hey, your resident hoser is here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you're on this episode because there, there were some Canadian shots fired on Thursday. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. Welcome. Welcome back. It's been, I think the last time I talked to you was when you were in my shed in a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, it was uh, three weeks now, I guess. And my name is not Doug, so take that. <laughs> okay, when we get to Thursday, I have many questions. Sure. It might just be one question, <laughs> a Doug-related question. All right, oh. this, <laughs> this week we will talk about the Monday episode, Allison Ask Me Anything, and the Thursday episode, Allison's Nitrous Epiphany, David's Rancid Cheesecake, Jordan, a.k.a. Stassi. Uh, but first, shall we do some shout-outs Dude, shall we do some shout outs, dudes? Really? Sorry, Rafi. I know you're editing this. Let me start that over. Shall we do some shout outs? Totally, dude. <laughs> Radical. All right, Rafi, why don't you go first since you're so excited about it? Uh, mine will be very quick because I don't really have any, but just uh, rest in peace to Craig Mack. Oh, cool. I'll have to look that person up. He's uh, a rapper, so don't, oh, don't waste uh, your time. A crapper. Got it. Okay. Toby, do you have any shout outs? Uh, I'm t- just going to give an anti shout out to the f- f- flower company, and that's it. So do not shop from teleflora.com. I see there. I like anti shout outs. I think, what do we call them? Shout outs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I said something like that, but I think they were called call outs. I think call-outs. Jen yeah, coined right that. The call outs. That so, sounds right. Uh, yeah, you can call out or shout out, whatever you want to do. Teleflora, fuck right off. Uh, my shout outs are to Brittany. I love you and I'm sorry I'm making you tear up every time I give you a shout out, but here's another one. I fucking miss you and I'm going to watch The Big Lebowski this week and, and uh, think about you. White Russians and everything. And my other shout out, rest in peace to Stephen Hawking. I just started fake reading his books, Rafi. <laughs> 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 I just started reading, I, I just got four of his books and I just started reading one of them. And then he passed away, and I think, oh, man, that's, I don't know. I, I guess he was old. I, I don't know, but shout out, to, shout out to Stephen Hawking. Oh, I was just going to say, he did seem immortal somehow. Like, yes. I was uh, surprised when he died. I'm like, oh, he just surpassed all of us intellectually and way past his own life expectancy. So I just thought he had found a way to beat death, but I guess not. That's very true. Maybe he has. Maybe he's got some secret... Maybe him and uh, he and uh, Walt Disney will be cryogenically frozen heads or something. <laughs> I'd rather have him back than Walt Disney, that anti-Semite. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. boy. Uh, Rafi, what were you Shots say? fired today. <laughs> um, no, he has, he had ALS, right? Okay. 
Yeah, was it ALS? I thought it was. Is that what he had? Muscular dystrophy. I thought it was, but it oh. could have been ALS. I'm Never not mind. Sure. He I'll had the one where out. your muscles go away and your brain is okay. I think that is Sorry. ALS. Okay, maybe it is. Yeah. But anyway, bye bye muscles. Hello brain. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, if you want to see a heartbreaking documentary about ALS, you can look up Gleason on Amazon and uh, cry a lot. Uh, our BFF Megan edited that, so you should watch it if you haven't already. And you're like, I need to get some uh, emotions off my chest. You know that will do the trick. Believe me. Um, but no, Toby, I was gonna say, um, do they have pro flowers in Canada? Because if so, how come you're not using like best friend as your promo code and getting some bucks off or something? Uh, well, there's a couple of reasons. I don't think that they do, although I am sending these not to Canada, but to the States. Uh, and... So what you're saying is that you could have used Pro Flowers. You know, I didn't really think about it. I didn't, I haven't heard her use that drop for a while. God damn it, Toby. I know, I know. Here's the thing. Everybody, if you need anything, go to AllisonRosen.com. To see what our sponsors are before you purchase anything. Because maybe you want these true religion jeans. Maybe you do vape. We're not going to shame you. She need, it, This is good. These are, and she, By the way, she's got mod cloth now. I actually buy stuff from there. So I will be using her promo code best friends at modcloth.com. So yay. Sorry. Go. <laughs> I was just going to say some stupid shit. Like if you're buying a house, just check her site. If you're buying a new car, check her site. You never know. It's very true because she doesn't say all of them. So I always kind of wonder what she and I know she mentioned she cannot say. Apparently, it's against the law to mention the Amazon one. Yeah, I just got on her site and according to her site, ProFlowers, promo code Allison Rosen. Nice. And she can't say Amazon anymore. So you should still be supporting her on Amazon also clicking through the banner on her page. But she's not allowed to say it apparently on her show. I did do or that ab- one the other day, actually. So there you go. Okay. So that evens itself out. Redemption. I have to admit that I picked this one because it was through the airmileshops.ca. And uh, oh. got to cash in on those points because I am poor and I want to go somewhere. <laughs> I like how we were late to the recording and then we just drag you through the mud. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Poor Toby's having a bad day. We're like, oh, let's make it worse. <laughs> now okay. you're a bad fan, too. No. <laughs> Come on. Please. I, there's so much that I'm like, oh, yeah, I should have gone and, you know, supported her for this thing or whatever it is. All my true religion. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I was thinking if she listened to that last episode, I'd be like, uh, maybe we shouldn't trash her sponsors. <laughs> Too late. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Monday. It was Ask Me Anything. And I think she should have these sort of episodes more often. She didn't get to my question and i'm sure there's i'm sure she had so many questions that she didn't get to and i feel like if she did this once a month i bet that would really help with i mean she could bank some episodes for monday and just kind of use this as a i mean we all want to get to know her better i mean how are we supposed to stalk her i mean admire her but you know i mean (laughs) did you guys enjoy this episode yeah, I uh, it was there were sort of two sides to it for me. I really enjoyed getting to know her more, uh, but I find that the back and forth on any podcast really the back and forth 
keeps me because I'm usually doing something else when I'm listening to podcasts. So the the sound of multiple voices keeps me in tune sometimes a little bit more. So it was easier for me to like get lost from the and then to come back in a little bit more because uh, it was just her voice. But I I really enjoyed learning more about her because usually she's you know just such a good host. She's talking about the guests as much as possible. That's very true. Rafi, what'd you think? I, of course, loved this episode because, uh, you know, we get to just chat with Allison. But I don't think she should do it so regularly on her podcast feed because, as you know, Patreon people get kind of more access to her. So when she does bonus episodes, um, sometimes if she can't get a guest, it will be an Ask Me Anything style uh, episode and then also when she does the Facebook live streams or YouTube live streams whatever she's using uh, it's kind of similar because we're all in the in the room chatting with her and just asking her whatever it is that we're curious about at that time so I feel like it might be kind of like cannibalizing her own Patreon group because mm-hmm. some people would be like why am I paying money when I could just be free and ask her whatever I want anyway so I feel like be free <laughs> sorry you know what i mean yeah uh, so you're saying it might be allison overkill or i like the allison cannibalism or whatever you just said that's good yeah but i feel like if she did it maybe every three four months on her regular feed it would be kind of like we do this more often on patreon so come on over if you're if you're into this thing yeah that's good yeah that's really good i the one, the only negative I didn't like about this episode was playing the jingle in between each one. I don't think that was really needed. And I think that just took up time. <laughs> that could have been another question answered. But, um, and also she went on the rant about Dr. Laura, which maybe would have been a fun back and forth on a regular show just to kind of have someone talk about, it. but it was just kind of like, I'm going to rant about Dr. Laura. <laughs> And I'm going to come out of the closet as a Dr. Laura fan. I know that's probably not going to be something that everyone wants to hear. This person, or whatever she was saying about the things that she talked about with her son, I, I don't I don't know about that. And I don't know what the context was for that. But that does seem above and beyond. Uh, that seems weird. But I am a huge Dr. Laura fan. I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of her advice. I feel like she has a lot of common sense. And when people ask her dumb questions, she's pretty mean to them. <laughs> but uh, I feel like sometimes people need to be t- put in their place to change. Then sometimes people won't hear that. So I guess it depends. But I think her point of view on almost everything, I totally am on board for. So are you guys familiar with Dr. Laura at all? I am not. I'm not either, but I I know the name, but I could not pick her out of a lineup, and I don't know any of her stances on anything. Okay. Well, she's like, well, I'm not even going to get into it. But anyway, she used to be on the AM radio station here, and then I think she got fired for accidentally being racist. (laughs) Sorry. No, No I don't know what she got. Okay. (laughs) Shout out to Trice. You know what? I was just going to go ahead and say she might have gotten fired for that just in case it comes back that, of course, I'm a fan of her. Thank you, Trice. Yes, it wasn't for that reason. I I don't know what she was talking about that. But anyway, I think she has maybe a podcast or some sort of other show that I don't listen to anymore. When it was on the radio, I would always be listening to it. And 
she spoke to me. Unfortunately, she did remind me a lot of my grandma, who I don't talk to, but whatever. Anyhow. All right. Allison's hair. She's been talking about getting a new hairstyle as probably as often as she wants. She talks about getting a new dentist and wanting one, but not really going towards it <laughs> at all. But I did do, I think I did like a, a really shitty Photoshop version of her with a new hairstyle a long time ago. And I thought she would look good with sort of a, a lighter color hair and like wavy or something like that. But Bob, I don't know about a Bob. What do you guys think about that? I love a Bob. I'm the right person, but I don't think it would work for her. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it would be good for her. I like her hair the way it is, actually, but a little bit lighter and maybe layered or something would be nice, but the Bob is pretty short. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to picture her with hair other than the hair she has because she's <laughs> like, I feel like she's it's kind of her thing to have like straight black hair. Also, the bob is like very much associated with friends and fuck friends. No bob. Oh my god, the what bob is, it, is associated. No, get out of here. <laughs> the bob to me, I guess I'm thinking of like the 20s or 30s bob, like a little bit different. I I feel like Brittany, you need to go hang out with Allison and give her give her a new hairstyle give her something fresh but yeah it is her thing i think to have that but maybe something a little different i this is coming from someone who literally is stuck in 1998 i have not changed my hair although if you look at my kindergarten pictures i have the same hair there i had some real shitty changes right around seventh grade where i permed it and layered it and it was shoulder length and real shitty and then it was frizzy for a bunch of years so i've gone back to my my roots apparently but Allison was talking about maybe just letting her hair go natural and curly. And then she was talking about the last time she had curly hair was when she was drinking. And I, I feel like she needs to be drunk and frizzy haired one night and I just want to hang out with her. <laughs> maybe because it's just a mirror image of myself. <laughs> anyway, uh, another question she had was talking about her mood after recording. And I couldn't relate more to everything she was saying there's a lot of times that before i record i'm like oh i i don't even know what it is it's not like i'm like oh i don't want to do it i just have like this i don't know what the word is for it where i just feel like oh it's too much whatever i what if i don't get to certain things or what if i say um too much or <laughs> i don't know what it is but afterwards my spirits are and my energy is so much higher and it's almost like I've gone to therapy. So I bet, I mean, she must feel like that even more because she does it even more often than I do. And it's just like such a good feeling afterwards. I remember when I first started doing the JMO patrol, the kids would be like, why are you so happy? Like afterwards, I'm like, I, I didn't even notice, but they're like, wow, you're smiling. Apparently I frown a lot. <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel after recording, Ravi? I don't feel anything ever. <laughs> so. Oh my God. <laughs> the same I, I have more fun during the recording than before or after. But, well, before, like, me and Lisa catch up, so that's also enjoyable. But I would say after, I feel like, all right, back to normal life, back to the sad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're saying we should record all day, every day? Is that what we should be doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't oh, know okay. about all day. You know, a lot of times, I think also maybe it's the time of day because Allison was saying 
you know, she records on a Monday night and we usually record on a Thursday night and I sort of start to dread it. Not because like, I'm always looking forward to talking to people and talking about Allison. It's never about that. It's that like, it's the wind down at the end of the night. I'm thinking about putting the kids to bed or we're doing homework or we're doing this, we're doing that. And like to get into the mindset to record, I kind of have this feeling of like, oh, I don't, it feels like it's going to be work, but it never is. It's like when you say, oh, I don't want to go to this party and then you have fun. It's always like that. But when I record on a, on a Friday, like today during the day, and I also recorded a thank you for being a fan yesterday at 10 a.m. in the morning. For some reason, it's totally different. I don't have this dreaded feeling. It's like, oh, cool, I get to do this. So maybe that's part of her problem is she does it in the evening. So if she needs a sitter during the day, I'm happy to come over. <laughs> there, there it is. There it is. Uh, so we've Toby, got how do the... you feel? Yeah. <laughs> I, was just gonna say I had to get that, that in there, of course. Yeah, we've got the Brittany out of the way. We've got the... <laughs> Uh, let me babysit out of the way, so we still need to talk about Colonel Jeff Fox, and I believe we need to have a mention of Rafi having been at Allison's house, and then we've hit all the notes. Is there a BFF bingo? Because someone should start that. Oh yeah, my god, sure. that's hilarious. <laughs> we should totally do that. I don't even know if I have anything to say about Colonel Jeff this, this week. I mean... Well, he wasn't I, there on the Monday episode, right? I think yeah, she, she just his, did it by herself. His presence was missed. There you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> there we go. Now we hit that one. You know, I also, since you mentioned Rafi being at Allison's house, I wanted, I was thinking the other day how people always joke about I'm just stalking her or whatever, like as a joke. If I was really stalking her, I would have been asking Rafi where she lived. And like, I've not once asked that. So just for people that think I stalk her. <laughs> apparently, well, it's I not her. I think you stalk. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I know every single thing that that Colonel Jeff mentions as far as like restaurants or places he goes. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Eagle Rock, huh? Oh, Glendale. All right. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> like from one of those TV shows, you triangulate all the places he mentions and you're like, he must live in this radius. <laughs> <laughs> I have not done that. Toby, what's your mood after recording? Better, different, same. Uh, depends, I guess, on what's happening. Uh, for a long time when I came on here, I was going back to work, so it was oh, usually right. worse than recording, but now it's, uh, now it's not that, so generally it's pretty good. I like, I feel good. I like communicating now, with people, so it's, uh, it's a nice feeling. Okay, good. Well, if it wasn't for that stupid Teleflora, Flora, whatever, what's it called? The company that we hate that's bringing you down? Matter. Oh, it's your yeah. rain cloud. <laughs> it's your rain cloud, and that's not cool. Yeah, they'll, they'll. I mean, they'll get there. I just, I don't think it'll have the intention will be lost a little bit. I think, but that's so. Someone asked her if she ever became actual best friends with any of her guests, and the question should have been her fans. I mean, <laughs> she's our new best friend, or is she the guest as well? I, I guess I'm confused. I never really thought about that. Uh... And she did say, I remember the episode that she was talking about, the one guy that she really got along. And she's like, no, let's be friends. And I think she's friends with uh, Paul F. Tompkins in real life, I mm. think. She mentioned that too, didn't she? I mean, I think she, I mean, she's friends with superfan Megan, right, Rafi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that, first of all, she was she was right. His name was Jake. It was Jake Weissman, of course. 
Um, and she mentioned having the same feeling with Paul F. Tompkins. But one person who was very open to a friendship and she never even followed up on it was Mindy Cohn, her hero. Yes, that's right. So I feel like in all of these cases, she's the one dropping the ball. She needs to follow up with Mindy first and foremost. She needs to get her dentist from Colonel Jeff. We'll cut out a lot of these issues right away. if We just do these things. Well, I mean, if she's looking for a best friend through the show, I'll be happy to. <laughs> One of us should just be her life coach. Ooh, that's not bad. How do we spin that? We have to tell her she, we want her to be our life coach and then we spin it on her. <laughs> 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 How do you tell someone, I feel like I can help you out in your life better than you. <laughs> uh, we suggest that as a Patreon perk. Ooh, okay, okay. For just, like you have to f- follow whatever we say for a week and see how it goes. Yeah, for just like you know five thousand a month or so. Oh yeah, it will be like George Costanza. Just whatever your intuition is, just do exact opposite of that. Pretty much. So cloning pets. First of all, I don't. She said something about white privilege or whatever she said, and I really hate that the use of that term in general, but. I feel like it's just an excess. Who was she talking about that got that was good that did it? I forgot who she said. Somebody cloned their pet. I think it was Barbara Streisand. Oh, uh, Barbara Streisand. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, it was, it was. Because I'm like, well, she's Jewish, not white, but okay. Anyway, uh, I feel like it's just excess. Uh, people with money do silly things, and. If I had an excess of money, I probably would have cloned my favorite dog. The only problem is you don't get the exact same animal, but it would be interesting. <laughs> it would be an interesting experiment. I don't know. Would either of you do this? Uh, I mean, not particularly, I don't think. I, I'd i get another Shih Tzu uh, in addition to Violet, but I don't think I would. Because what she was talking about, it wouldn't be the same dog and then it would be weird because it would look pretty much the same but it wouldn't mm, right be the same and that is almost worse i'd rather have another one that was if i liked the breed i'd rather get the same breed again or you know if i was someone who adopted uh the a pet then i'd adopt another pet and that that kind of stuff i just R- I would stick yes. to the same pattern but not clone it you know, and my favorite dog did have puppies and I thought, oh, I'm finally going to get, you know, her replacement for when she moves on. And her puppies were the biggest fucking idiots. <laughs> and they kind of look like her. But I blame the father, though. The the father was a piece of shit. Rafi, would you ever clone a pet? They're not cloning sheep. It's the same sheep. I saw Harry Blackstone do that <laughs> trick with two goats and a handkerchief on the old <laughs> Dean Martin show. <laughs> you watch Dean Martin? I feel like that's something that would come out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm just driving it back to good old Seinfeld, but I know, um, of course. No, I actually hate Dean Martin. He he I don't I don't okay. see how women find him attractive. He looks like a drunken bum to me. But then again, I think I'm... Uh, what kind of guys do you think girls go for? <laughs> and right. wait, he's a drunken bum who can sing? Oh, okay. barely saying sure. <laughs> I I would not do this. I don't believe in playing God, especially with something like a pet. It's like, it, yeah, haven't you seen Pet, pet Cemetery? It ain't gonna work out good in the end, you know. 
That's true. Stephen King, he writes some pretty uh, nonfiction stories. Uh, what about taxidermy? That's a no for me. Yeah, yeah that... I almost yeah, I almost thought about that with my dog, and I thought that's just fucking creepy. Yeah, I don't understand people who have like taxidermied anything. Like, it kind of is understandable if you're like, oh, I shot this deer, but then at the same time, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Just hanging corpses in your home? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's so <laughs> weird. And growing up in Texas, our next door neighbor had the whole every wall was covered with animal heads and then bearskin rug everything there was just bodies everywhere and it that was kind of normal in texas and then here i mean we do have i don't know we only have antlers we have like some elk antlers up in the attic but my husband's all excited about all of these things i'm like no and now he's like getting into trapping i'm like we're the exact opposite what are you doing anyway back to cloning um did you ever guys did you ever guys did you ever see this American life where they clone where they clone that bull that the guy loved? Oh yeah, I well I mean I think I've heard of it and didn't it become like super violent? Yeah, it was like aggressive. And so now he sees his fa- you know, his favorite bull that he was in love with that was so sweet. I think it was like nice to people. It was like a friendly bull, apparently. I don't know. And then there was like this aggressive one that was like a piece like a not the same at all. Just look the same. So, I don't know. Pet cemetery. <laughs> all comes back to that. All right. Allison talked a little bit about skincare. I'm sure this is about the time that you guys were tuning out. I would tell her to listen to the the um my god cosmetology ologies episode because that was the only episode I listened to. That I actually had like a million more questions, but I also learned a bunch from, and it was very interesting. I mean, I learned a bunch from all of it, but this is the only one I'm like, I need to know more. You need to have her back on, even though she was kind of dumb. But <laughs> it was a good episode to learn a lot of things. And I think Allison would uh, learn some stuff from that. But Allison's skin's quite nice, so I think she's doing, except she needs to drink more water. That's a huge part of it. But that's enough gal chat. So, <laughs> video podcasts. I know that Allison was talking about doing her show as a video and that was kind of the reason why she started patreon to to start you know to fund the beginning of that i'm curious would either of you watch watch this on a regular like on a regular basis instead of the show or in addition to like is this are we talking the sort of how jenna and al put up the video version of the podcast that you listen to anyway yes or is it something different like more like the i'm thinking it's like that but Rafi, what did you did you think it's going to be like the way Jenna and Al do it? Yeah. So she mentioned uh, your mom's house, and another person that uh, does that is Joe Rogan. It's just watching the podcast, and I did watch several of Jenna's uh, episodes early on when they were first doing video, and. I've like whenever Allison is on your mom's house, I watch it on YouTube. And if Joe Rogan has like a good guest and I have like nothing else to listen to or watch to or watch, I should say, I will uh, watch his podcast with someone. But it's it's rough because it's in real time. So, you know, a Joe Rogan podcast is three hours long. So I can't put it on two times speed and, you know, get through it quickly. But I absolutely would watch it. But I think I would first be listening to it when it came out 
and then watching later. Right. I think I, I, the same as you, I watched the Jenna and Al ones when it first kind of came out. But the whole reason why I like podcasts is so I can, it's something to listen to while I'm doing something else. There's not a lot of sitting and listening to it. You're doing something or you're driving, which I'm not going to be watching anything then either. So I think I would watch it because it would be fun to see, especially like, let's say this Thursday episode to see Jordan and David the way they interact together and how like is you're only picturing what how the looks on their faces maybe when they're reading certain jamos or maybe during other <laughs> things i'm talking about cheesecake it would be funny to see allison's face t- during this or whatever but i don't know if i would watch it the day it came out it might be it would most likely i would listen to it the way i do now which i listen on monday and thursday take notes and then if there was something that piqued my interest i would go back and watch that episode if i'm like oh, i want to see the looks on their faces during this conversation or whatever that's probably how it would work or i'd save them up and watch it i can't imagine watching it every single week on a regular basis what about you toby uh yeah i think i would intend to watch it uh but because i l- usually listen to podcasts while I'm doing work uh, as a way both to sort of block out the noise in my office and it actually helps me concentrate on what I'm working on, which seems to baffle everyone I work with. But uh, it's, I, th- I think I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to watch this. And like you said, I'd probably go back and watch uh, something like I'm sure we'll talk about David's tongue folding thing. But just to see just to see what he's talking about, like I kind of picture it, but I'd like to see the video of that Uh that kind of thing uh, and everybody else trying to <laughs> trying to do that but i'm not sure that on a normal episode that i would necessarily watch it and i think kind of like with maybe jenna i i think that it might become because it's sort of at work to edit that and go through it or whatever it might end up replacing some possible better patreon perks and i i don't know for me it's most of the time it would be just a duplicate of something I'm a, I wouldn't get any extra from it necessarily unless someone has crazy hair or is talking about something physical one advantage of the way Joe Rogan does it is he live streams it on YouTube so you're watching it as he's recording it that would be one kind of advantage but that i feel like that takes a lot of money and like joe rogan has a guy who's like switching between cameras and i'm sure like doing other shit behind the scenes so uh i don't know how she would pay for that expense because i know the uh the goal she set on patreon is fairly high uh per month to be able to do the video so maybe she's taking all that into account and that's what her plan was but to release it afterwards um i would still be into that but i feel like it's for a very specific kind of audience that maybe she doesn't have. Right. I'm wondering if she needs to put out, I am curious what everyone else is thinking. Whoever's listening to this. I I want some answers. I want to know who would be listening or watching and, or doing both. Or if I don't even, I don't know if it's, in her best interest to use the money for that if it's not going to be an audience is what I'm thinking. Cause I'm thinking it's not gonna be something I would necessarily watch all the time. So uh yeah let's uh let's see what you people think shall we shall we talk about thursday all right we are her little mary and barry muffins sent in by danielle fort two issues <laughs> well okay mary and barry obviously i already knew 
I knew what that is because I we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of berries that are invented in in this area. So I I, I already knew what a Marion berry was, but didn't Danielle Fort already send in a, a, a carb? I don't know, uh, Carbzard. Tell us. <laughs> well, I guess I could go back and look because I'm pretty sure I made fun of her last name. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't that sound stupid. like you at all. I know, right? <laughs> Let's see. Hancock? No. No. Are you sure it wasn't Hancock that you made fun of? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure I did. <laughs> uh, no. This sounded new to me. I don't remember hearing this name. Okay. Maybe I'm just an asshole. Which is most likely true. And right, issue number back. two. <laughs> that was the second one. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's fine. Whatever. I thought it might be uh, that the fact that they didn't, another they didn't alliteration know. got through. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Three issues. No, there is, the issue was that Mary and Barry was made up after the, the person Mary and Barry. That whole thing. I'm like, come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just kidding. I'm just, uh, I don't know what. Anyway. Right after this, Canadian shots fired, and I wanted to talk about this. So, is everyone in Canada named Doug, Toby? Uh, I don't know that many Dougs, to be honest. Uh, I know... I mean, there's... I guess one of the things is from SCTV, there was Bob Bob and Doug McKenzie. Do you know... Did either of you watch Second City television? I did, but I don't remember them. Bob and Doug were like the... Canadian announcers they were oh uh, yeah 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 the the Tooks yes <laughs> and they talked about hockey and they were like yeah that was Bob and Doug McKenzie and they put out a bunch of albums and stuff so I think it's possible that Bob and Doug get seen as sort of Canadian names as a result of that because let's be honest outside of like Nickelback and Justin Bieber we don't have tons of tons of exports uh <laughs> So, in terms of celebrity, so I think most people might sort of see that and think it's a, it's a good representation of Canadian small town that those. But as far as the name Doug, I know I know some, but I wouldn't call it a super frequent name. No more than like Mike or that kind of name. Right when they said that, that that's not the first. I I don't even know if I was trying to come up with what would be a typical Canadian name. I. Doug would never not be on the list, so I thought that was kind of funny that they even mentioned that. I can't even think of what Bob. I think probably I could say Bob sounds like it would be, but that's also pretty American. Yeah, Mike is a pretty popular one, but I think that's been popular in a lot of places for a long time. But yeah, my my dad's name is Mike, my uncle's name is Mike, my brother's name is Mike, and my husband's name is Mike. So yes, it's pretty popular around here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, anyway, I I uh, I think you saw that on Instagram. I sort of straightened out the stuff about the Fords as well, based on (laughs) what they were talking about. They were close. (laughs) David David was real close on that stuff, (laughs) but not entirely. And that's what's so great about this show. Because first of all, of course, you could say it on Instagram, but on here, you could be like, "Hey, people, that's you got everything wrong. (laughs) Let's get this straight. (laughs) Marion Barry is not named after." Okay. Sorry, I'm not going back to that. Have either of you done a tough mutter or been mistaken for doing one like Jordan? I have not. And I don't think anyone has mistaken me for doing anything that I haven't done. (laughs) 
I love that his answer was that's sports related. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> or, or exercise or whatever he said. He's like, that's not going to be me. Rafi, doing any tough mutters this weekend? No. Yeah, to quote Jordan, that's an exercise thing. <laughs> uh, not interested. Yeah, it seems douchey and that's an exercise thing. Not interested. Uh, I like that he talked about Stussy because once again, I'm feeling like he and I are the same age because I feel like everything he says, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right about the same age that I was really excited about Stussy. (laughs) But Allison called him Stassi and God, that cunt from that Vanderpump Rules show. I cannot stand her at all, but I love that show. And I don't think Jordan's the Stassi of the group, but I thought that was really funny. If you guys watch Vanderpump, or is this just like? I don't think it. I have access to that unless I wanted to stream it online, and I do not want to do that. <laughs> well, if you can imagine someone named Stassi is going to be a giant, giant cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen it, Rafi? I've never seen Vanderpump. I've. I feel like I've maybe seen like tiny little clips of it here and there. I know there's a woman named Lala on it but the only Lala we acknowledge is Carmela's wife so whatever <laughs> um yeah i of course when we went to eat at sir i was really hoping stassi was going to be there but unfortunately she was not none of the people were shocker anyway uh allison and daniel celebrated their fourth wedding anniversary and happy anniversary to them. And I think it wouldn't be them without complaining about something like cheesecake, but that's funny. They went to the little door, which I feel like that's going to be something we're going to have to go to. Ruffy, maybe not this time when you're here, but maybe another time. Oh, for sure. And I forgot to mention last week, Superfan Megan, she asked, I don't know if it was a question for the AMA on Patreon or if it was something else, but she was asking, I think it was, I don't know. Anyway, she was asking questions, what restaurants do you go to? And there was like a whole bunch of them. And I'm like, that was the best question ever, Megan. So shout out to you, Megan, for that. Because there's like a whole list of stuff that she was mentioning. Yeah. So this little door is in LA. Oh, it was the during the live stream that Megan asked. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, it's in L.A. Because we went, and- when me and Rachel went to Corona Del Mar, she suggested a place called, like, the Red Door, the Black Door, the Next Door, something with a door. So hmm. does she frequent only door-named restaurants? I don't know. There's a weird place like that in Vegas that you probably shouldn't go to, but maybe you might want to. Anyway... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But this little door, they were saying, Jordan said it was in his neighborhood. I'm pretty sure is what he said. Or something. But I'm not trying to stalk him, so fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Quite the reverse, maybe. (laughs) Oops, did I say that? I just looked up the uh, message, and the place in Corona, or sorry, Newport Beach, is called Side Door. Oh, a little went. side door action. Got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. sexual, but then it couldn't really be, so <laughs> I don't know. No, <laughs> unless you're really abnormal. Yeah. So, eh, I'm sure there's, 
Yeah. So uh, yeah. let's talk about let's talk about David Huntsberger's big tongue. Okay, I've had this issue, and I've wanted to send in. A, I I almost wanted to send in a JMO related to this, but then I couldn't really f- turn it into a JMO because you know a lot of people send in JMOs that really aren't JMOs, and just like, uh, are you just venting? Or are you just? I don't know what you're doing. Anyway, a lot of times I I think that my tongue is too big for my mouth. <laughs> it's an issue, and I think like I have problems talking, which is perfect person to be hosting a podcast but i think my tongue gets in the way a lot because it's too big so i didn't know that this is like really a thing people think about <laughs> so apparently david has a tongue that's too big but i don't flop mine over like a lounge chair or whatever they are saying uh do either of you have big tongues and a big tongue problem not that i'm aware of my tongue uh, i move it around a lot in my mouth and like constantly i'm feeling my teeth and Stuff, so I related to the the dentist talk about that. Like, okay, just put your tongue over here. Don't let it. Ah, it's happening. <laughs> that, uh, I, I related a lot to that, but as far as folding over my tongue, not really. I feel like my tongue is uh, sized well to my mouth. <laughs> I think this video part would be the perfect thing for us to see this whole tongue folding thing. I'm surprised that didn't show up on Patreon unless I didn't see it. Uh, Rafi, can you fold your tongue or do you have a, a large tongue for your mouth? <laughs> no, I feel like uh-huh. my tongue is also very normal. It's And I can't do the clover. I can do the taco, obviously, and I can bend it back. Obviously? Why? Because you're Mexican or because everyone can do it? <laughs> well, yeah, everyone can do the, the taco. Unless there's something really wrong with you. But no, I... At first, I couldn't even imagine what he was talking about, but then I, I got the picture. I can, like, barely fold it over, but his seems like it's completely, like, folded flat, which seems... Without I've never th- seen that. the use of the top teeth. How do you... Like, it's jointed? I don't understand. I need I need some pictures of this. Mine, I don't... Mine is wide, not too long, so maybe that's the difference. <laughs> oh, boy. Um <laughs> next topic oh <laughs> so you're gonna tell me something else about i don't know what okay cat <laughs> uh, uh, the cat's got your tongue got it okay so that's a good segue to the dentist obviously we already talked about the bad dentist last week or whenever it was my bad dentist she chose to go to this dentist this guy seems like a volatile turd the last person i want working on my teeth and you're supposed to be in charge of your own nitrous intake, like, or to, t- like, you're supposed to be in the right mind to be like, oh, pardon me, I think I have had too much nitrous, sir. And the fact that he's yelling at his hygienist that he's not kidding, is he ever kidding? Like, why would he even say those words? That is very strange. The whole situation, she needs a new fucking dentist. I would agree. Why is this guy like, oh, don't fall asleep? Like, monitor your own vitals lady like what the fuck is wrong with this guy this is like a accidental death waiting to happen <laughs> it is it's also like being around like when you get stoned around the wrong people and they like totally harsher mellow you're like dude like can we just chill can you just not be in my face not make me super paranoid right now just let me relax i'm getting my teeth worked on it's not like it's a, it's not like it's fun you have to do it Anyway, this guy, I want to know who he is because I don't ever want to go there. Have e- either of you ever ch- done nitrous or had nitrous? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I have had 
propofol, I think, or whatever that one's called, before oh. a scope. But that was, and it sounds like the similar experience to the Frised one, and it uh, it was pretty nice. But <laughs> other than and that, that's no. for a colonoscopy, right? Uh, it was for a throat scope, but yeah. Oh, uh, okay. No, because my neighbor, thing. my neighbor just Either had end. that had all of that done, and I had to pick him up after his colonoscopy. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if you want to pick me up. He's like, I need to find someone responsible. I'm like, and you're asking me, <laughs> but I'd be happy to be there for you. But I went into the room, and he was waking up. He's like, that was the best sleep ever. We need to get some of this for our parties. I'm like, calm down, keep it, you know, low pro here, sir. Yeah, that's uh, anyway, how I felt, actually. <laughs> I've never taken nitrous before. I remember nitrous was really popular in the 90s at parties and people looked pretty stupid when they were doing it, but I never tried it and I never had it during any anything. I've never had it. So, Rafi, have you? You know, I have walked into Harry's speed shop and said, I need NOS. <laughs> Two of these, the big ones. And then he told me, <laughs> I almost peed. <laughs> <laughs> kegels uh, get work get to work <laughs> oh no, my god um whenever people mention nitrous i just think of my favorite movie the fast and the furious or <laughs> yeah it's it's not really i don't think of the uh you know the uk party scene where you're filling your balloon up with nitrous and fucking dancing to wicked gabber all night my god uk is that what this is <laughs> No, it's just I just watched the Vice thing about how raves are making a comeback in the UK, and it's oh, like these God. kids listening to Wicked Gather and doing nitrous from balloons. Yeah, I remember the nitrous balloons. It was a thing. It was in the nineties, but that's also when uh, techno music and raves were po- were popular. So, anywho, all right, <laughs> let's talk about cheesecake. Actually, let's talk about yes, please, oh please, which. She said it never really caught on, but I think it's because she doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah, you have to actually do it every episode for it to be something. Unless she asked for ones, I think that would be fun. She asked for some on Patreon before. See, my tongue's already getting in the fucking way. I can't fucking talk. Anyway, if she asked for those like JMOs, I think it would catch on. Also, I could never remember the name of it either. And I remember Greg Keller saying, you know, yes, please, no, thank you, or no, no one can remember what it was. So I think change the name is good, unfortunately for Trap Dog, but I'm sure he could whip out a quick line change. But how are you guys on Yes Please, Bitch Please, Rafi? I like this segment. Uh, some previous uh, Yes Please or Oh Pleases were John Mayer, The Gre- Grateful Dead, Convertibles. Uh, but she hasn't done it in a while. And I'm all for the name change. It's it's more modern now. Girl pleaser, bitch please. I love it. How about yes please or fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that because even when I typed in hashtag bitch please, I'm like that's not. I feel like I'm being. I feel like I'm saying it to Allison. <laughs> like I feel like really weird saying that. Uh, but when they said it, I didn't feel offended. But fuck off sounds right right up my alley. Toby, what do you think about the name change? Uh, I liked the name change to Girl Please because it sounded sort of a little bit sassy or something. But the change to Bitch Please and David's subsequent saying that everybody says that word now. <laughs> I I don't know if that's true. I think it's, maybe everybody did say it for a while. And then I kind of feel like now we probably shouldn't be saying it. it mm, I don't know. It's, it sounded right. wrong to me, but 
it uh, it sounds anti everything that is happening in the world now, or that the way that I hope things are going anyway. It sounds anti that. So uh, we should do maybe whooper daughter, please. Yeah, something like less uh, specific to. I, I think that's one of those. I think bitch please is like a saying that if you're a woman and you want to say it, you can. But I don't. I'm not sure if that's a wor- phrase that everybody should be saying. I think it should belong to people who <laughs> have power over the word rather than. What else could it, it be? I mean, yes, please get it out of my face. Um, yes, please, no. Yeah, or like <laughs> yes uh, or, or no. <laughs> Oh, police was just hard to remember, and I don't know why that is. I think, but... I think, I think uh, Greg Heller definitely had something to do with it not going over well because he would never <laughs> like get it, it right. Uh, nobody was remembering it, but I think he had. They would all. She would always ask him first, and he would say, "Oh no," or <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you," or whatever. And then like ev- everyone else would be thrown because they couldn't remember what it was. Uh, so I do like the name change, but I think that. I think she was sensitive to something that might not have actually been as big of a deal. Right. In general, I do think it is somewhat uh, forgetful, forgettable. Yeah. All right. We'll have to, we'll have to fine tune it. I like that she dusted this off because I think it's fun and I think it'd be fun to send some in on Patreon and kind of have them, you know, like JMO's, she could pick one and talk about it. Uh, Where do you guys stand on cheesecake? Uh, I mean, when I can find a cheesecake that I can eat, I am all oh, right. for it. I like really? the, I like the sort of consistency between the and flavor blend between the two. I agree with them about the fact. Generally, I don't love it on its own. I like a little bit of flavor built into it, but I do like the fact that it goes well with like a sauce or whatever. Uh, it's yeah, I don't know. I find it versatile and once. I think I think that the conversation, if they, if they had talked about it beforehand, it might have been, they might have, it not might not have been as blown out. But I think Daniel thought that she hated it, <laughs> and by the end, it wasn't that wasn't true. She's like, oh no, I'll eat it fine. It's just, I think everybody's obsessed with it, and uh, I like it quite a bit. But I don't know if it would be like, I'm always happy when there's a version of it that I can eat. But I'm not picking restaurants based on that particularly. So you're yes, please on that for sure. Generally, yes, please. Yeah. Rafi? I was thinking about this and me and Rachel were talking about it. And there was a discussion on the Facebook group about uh, what kind of things, what food you are not into that is like would make you a social pariah. And I was thinking like cheesecake I like it just enough to give it a yes, please, but it's, like, barely over the threshold. Because I feel like whenever there's cheesecake, I eat, like, half a slice and I'm good. And I'm not a fan of cream cheese in general, so it's it just barely squeaks by. Um, but what do you guys... Is there a food that you guys dislike that people just cannot understand? I think definitely one of mine is cheesecake. But I, it's not like... I'm kind of this. I'm a little bit less than you as far as like, I think I don't like it. I'll eat eat a bite. I'm like, okay, it's better than I think it is. But I'd rather have any other dessert in the world than this. 
And the one thing that saves it is the graham cracker crust, which that's not should not be the best part about your cheesecake is the crust. But um, I'm trying to think of what else. I everyone loves fucking ramen, and I cannot. I don't like it. I'm trying. I try to because it looks so damn good, and I want to go get ramen on a rainy day. And it's like I feel like it's there's something funky about it that I just don't like. Stop doing that with your eyes. Um, (laughs) 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 that's from jensen's podcast i i stole it from them but i've I've never had like the traditional style where there's like an egg in there and shit but like cheap ass ramen that was like my childhood and i love it to this day oh my god i love that that is i love i that's not what i'm talking about real ramen like i've I've been wanting the bad kind yeah love it i've been wanting to go because there's like this uh cool fancyish ramen place here there's like tons of them but there's like one specifically i want to go to and i want to try it but i feel like i don't want an egg in my soup is that just me or everyone there well there's different versions of it there's one that i get that doesn't have the egg there's different um stock i guess there's like a pork one and there's like some other i don't know there's different versions of it that you can get and but still, the broth is just, there's some some kind of weirdness about it. I don't know if it's got, like, bone marrow in it because it's been soaking in bones for so long. I have no idea what it is, but there's something about it that I just don't like. It's just off. But I don't know. I, probably because I was raised on the cheap shit. I mean, it got me through that and Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. It was like, that's, you know, my whole adult, my becoming an adult and childhood. So... I don't know. Maybe that's why. Maybe we're tainted. Toby, what's the food that would make you a social pariah if people knew that you disliked it? Uh, well, it's hard to say, right? Because I don't eat any any meat at all. So, often, so there you are. That's it. No, yeah. That, I mean, often, yeah, the not even fish or not even bacon or like, but bacon's so good. That's the one that like, I didn't even love bacon that much. I don't think at the time, but when it's fried to like, within an inch of its life and you can shatter it on anything. I think I, I liked that, but it's also been almost 20 years. So who even knows anymore uh, when it comes to that stuff? Uh, but no, generally I'll eat whatever ramen. I love ramen so much. Like I seek out good ramen places when I can. Uh, went for ramen in New York last time I was there. Uh, it was our anniversary dinner ramen. And we, my wife and I like to go out for ramen quite a bit uh i mean in terms of how often we go out anyway so i i can't relate to that one and now i find the cheap stuff no good anymore because (laughs) i like it in restaurants so much so i don't know i guess i don't really have one a lot of people i find pumpkin pie fairly controversial that way and i've never liked it but a lot of people really like that pumpkin spice stuff in general i'm not into so i guess that one yeah, I, I don't need pumpkin spice in anything ever. One slice of pumpkin pie a year, and I'm good. And if I don't get that, I'm okay with that. But also, bacon, I forgot. I am also the same way with bacon, where I'm like, I don't want bacon on every goddamn thing. I don't love bacon. I don't know why people love it so much. I like it big, cooked, like you said, where it's like extra crispy, and I'll have a, a one piece, but I don't want it in everything. Like, don't put it in my eggs. Like, I want it on the side, and I'll eat one piece. And I'm like, I'm good. That's good. I, but... Other than that, I don't need bacon on everything. 
I was sort of surprised Trice said strawberries and and then Emily said onion rings and onion rings are like one of my f- I literally ha- I was probably eating them as I was reading her thing. I fucking love <laughs> onion rings so much. And if I accidentally got an onion ring in my burger, I would be like, thank heavens for that. Not not like I'm going to throw up. So those two things. Love them. There's a place here that you can specifically ask for onion rings on your burgers and it is amazing. So good. Yeah. Rafi, did you already say which ones you, what food? Oh, um, no. So I was thinking about it and there's nothing that I can think of that I like really hate that people love, but there's a lot of stuff that I'm like very just kind of meh about and like, uh, avocado used to be a thing. I think, I think me, you and Brittany were talking about how guacamole is like, you guys love it. And I was, or was it queso? I don't remember. Oh, queso. Yeah. You don't "Eh." like queso and and guac. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, Rachel buys a lot of avocados, and now it's, like, growing on me. But I still don't, like, I'm not, like, avocado crazy like some of these people. Uh, And also, oh, shit, there was another one I thought of that I cannot remember. But Trice, you're nuts. Strawberries are fucking amazing. (laughs) Also, eat kiwis. Those are my favorite fruits, strawberries and kiwis. Yeah, that that those are kind of weird for me. I like the flavor, but the seeds on the inside are a little bit weird. But I'll still eat them. And I'm the same way as you. There's not really anything that I won't eat. I mean, clearly. But I, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but I like. Uh, I I don't like celery. I hate celery. But I'll still like force myself to eat it. And cucumbers. I try. I never liked them, but I try and force myself to eat them because I want to like them, and they're growing on me. But celery still is a big turnoff. I won't eat it raw. If it's cooked and stuff, it's fine. If it's in stuff, I'll eat it. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> you, That's not my you thing. You actually just reminded me. Um, I hate celery and I hate kale. But I feel like kale has like a following. But no one's like diehard celery fan. So that's not a controversial thing. But kale? People who eat kale? Like, I don't understand fucking kale. monsters? Why don't you just eat dead leaves off the <laughs> ground? <laughs> I literally will go out and grab a handful of like some plants that we're growing and eat it instead of eat kale. I hate kale, but I still eat it because I know it's good for me. So I'll just eat it. I even have some in the fridge right now. I was going to make them into chips or something like make them unhealthy, but uh, it's just, ugh, I, I don't understand it. There's so many, I mean, spinach is like a hundred times better and it's just as good for you. So I don't know why people are all behind this fucking kale that you have to fucking massage. Are you kidding me? Come on. No. I do fuck with spinach and broccoli. Those are my jam. Yeah, me too. I can eat broccoli every day and cauliflower. And spinach, I love. Okay. Cheesecake, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing, and this is kind of related to kale and their following, is Starbucks Reserve. For starters, when Jordan said he had Starbucks Reserve, I thought he just meant he got something from the grocery store that is some sort of some overpriced bottle of something that's just called Starbucks Reserve. I didn't know there was actually a restaurant. There, there's actually a store called this. And like, it's not bad enough. There's Starbucks on every corner and they're killing, they're killing good coffee everywhere. But now there's a Starbucks Reserve. Do we need floppy hatted baristas? What the fuck is this? Yeah, I thought I thought the same thing when he first said, "Oh, the Starbucks Reserve." He said it earlier in the episode, and I thought it was just like a reserve coffee at that you order at Starbucks, like it's a little bit more money or whatever. 
you know, like, a, I don't know if you ever get, if I, when I get coffee at Starbucks, I usually ask for a pour over and it's a bit more money, but I like the flavor is a bit better. And so I thought it was something like that. And then I found out that it was a, a place and I was like, oh my God, I hate, yeah, I, I hate <laughs> I this Starbucks, so much. But I still, I still go, I still go there. Like I went there yesterday, but I have a, a coffee shop that's my favorite place and it's close, closer to us. And it's just, Starbucks is easily accessible everywhere. And that's why I go there more often. And that's their, that's their plan. But it's not a superior coffee. Our coffee shop that we go to is awesome. And they have, they do have it where you can pick a coffee and then you ask for how you want it prepared. There's like four different ways to do it. I don't know any of those things. I like my coffee black or I like espresso and that's it. I don't really need all the fancy shit. But, you know, once in a while I will go and get my stupid spiced chai tea latte from Starbucks. But still... The steampunk Starbucks that had me cracking up that Allison said that. And I feel like this is a place we also need to go, Rafi, when you're in town one of these times. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm down to go. I don't really fuck with Starbucks like that. And I don't like having the best of anything like on a regular basis because I feel like it's going to make it less special. But the best cup of coffee I ever had was on our last trip to L.A., uh, for PodFest, me and Rachel went to uh, my favorite breakfast place in California, which is the Blue Jam Cafe. Shout out to Megan. That's where we went also. And I ordered the French press coffee, and it was fucking amazing. Rachel said that was the best breakfast she's ever had. And Whoa. I would have to kind of agree. So shout out to Blue Jam Cafe. They have like four locations in California now. And they have one in like China for some reason. Or Tokyo, I think. Oh. Uh, so yeah. And they're, they're all, always doing like uh, kind of charity things. So go to Blue Jam Cafe. It's fucking delicious. Okay, I'm going to check that out. And when you're here, I'm going to take you to Bodhi Leaf Coffee. Because their coffee is amazing. It's literally the best coffee I've ever had. So they do the French press, then they have the other one, and then they, whatever. They massage their fucking coffee, apparently. I don't know, but it's fucking delicious, and it's fair trade. Everything's good. And so. I should mention that when we were in San Francisco, I walked from our Airbnb to Blue Bottle Cafe, if that's what it's called, uh, because we don't have that here. So I got us coffees, and it tasted like coffee. So shout out to them, I guess. <laughs> That is a good shout out. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the closed Facebook group that Allison mentioned. She's mentioned it quite a few times and she and I have DM'd back and forth about it. There's a few times she's asked me some questions regarding how people feel about certain things in our group. <laughs> she was doing a little intel a few times. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but, and you know, she's mentioned to us in person a few times that she really wants to be a part of the group, but then she kind of doesn't. And we've mentioned to her that the sorry, not sorry group doesn't get a lot of, doesn't get as much action as it probably would have if Jenna wasn't a part of it. And that's not really to say we're going to talk negative, but I think Leanne said it perfectly. Actually, a lot of people, we won't feel comfortable to vent about silly things if they're listening and it's kind of our private place to kind of talk about it. That being said, I think Allison should do a private Facebook group because on Twitter, there's, it's too many people. You're not going to have a, you're going to get trolls and people saying negative stuff and it's just going to be uh, crowded and clusterfucked. 
And then on her other, the pages, you know, like on Facebook, just the regular pages, you can't really, it's harder to talk on there. And then Patreon, you can't at all. There's no, it's hard to interact with other people on there. So she did like a private group page. I think she really would enjoy doing it. You could keep it small. You can keep it to who you want to be in there. If you had someone moderating it, which honestly, I don't think she would want to do that because Allison seems to like her have, have her hand in everything that she does, which is cool because she's she's the creator. But of course, Leanne would be very good at that. But like the ologies page is fun. It's a little bit big, but that's fine. It's I don't know. What do you guys think? I think that it's unfortunate that Patreon is so bad with the interaction because whenever Allison posts something on Facebook, it gets like very few comments. And so then people on Patreon are, it's like a smaller, a bigger group, but too small to like really be a place that I check often. So I think the only option is a a closed Facebook group. Um, But then again, I hate Facebook as it is, and I'm already in the BFF group, and then having to have those two, I'd, I would get, I would right. start to get annoyed because I'd be like, oh, we're talking about this over here. I don't need to talk about it over here, too. <laughs> Ooh, that's a very good point. But I would, I would join. I would do it. I would be into it, uh, and I, I think it's a good idea for her. I think the private Facebook group is what made me enjoy Facebook again because I hate it. I hate, I hate everything about Facebook. I don't want to know about... I think that's why I figured out why I like Twitter is because there's a bunch of people, if they say, like, stupid... If I say see stupid opinions on on Twitter, I don't necessarily know these people. On Facebook, I'm like, really? <laughs> that's how you think? And, I, and you're actually my friend or my grandma or my aunt or whatever. So it's an annoying platform, but I think the private group keeps me off of, like, the news feed. You don't have to see all the crap. You could just go on and I'll get a notification. Oh, this... Twin Peaks group there's someone posted in there I'm like I don't really care I don't need to read that okay the ologies one I don't read that all the time but if I see the best friends fan cast one I will always read that right away so you have a choice of what you're going to see and it makes it more fun but you make a very good point about talking about the same things on two different pages that would be kind of interesting to see how many people we actually lose (laughs) or if there's less interaction there and I do wonder why people don't interact on her page when she posts the show on her Facebook page. I don't understand why that's not a thing, but I think the private group would be very fun for her. I think she would like it. Toby? Uh, I th- well, it depends. It sounds like she wants it to to gauge some things. And I think that, like, I see what she's saying about Twitter. When she just asks questions on Twitter, I think she'll get all it doesn't go well, but I think she, if she employed the poll function on Twitter, I think she would, might actually get a better representation because people would just click on it instead of commenting and people who were just going to troll, I don't think they, they troll through the clicks the same way. So I think it might give a pretty good, I've seen a lot of people use the, that, the poll feature on Twitter with uh, some success. And I think she could, find out some of the stuff she's willing to find out. You know, if she asked a question like, do you like this, yes or no, or here are some options I'm thinking about for whatever, and then just put them into into a poll, and that would get people's feedback, I think. Also, she could try Instagram, because I feel like the commenting on her posts there is actually more than Facebook. So I feel like um, 
she could do polls on Instagram as well. And like, you know, everyone goes there to watch her stories. So we're kind of interacting there already. So I feel like uh, she could do that as well. But it's like, how many goddamn social media things do we got to right. post to and fucking read? And it's too much as it is. And with Instagram, yeah. I hardly go on there anyway. But now that she's po posting the shows on there, it does seem like there are more people commenting there, which is nice. And she can interact, and so that's a little bit easier. And what you're talking about, Patreon, Rafi, the only problem with that is that some people don't have the means to be on Patreon. So then you're excluding certain people from being able to talk or comment or whatever. I don't know. It, I think the her, trying out the private group would be good for her. And then whatever happens to our group happens to our group. <laughs> If we have to take a fall, then we have to take a fall. <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, if if our group just turns into people telling us that we say um too much, uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Lisa's racist. Rafi's, no, I'm just Rafi's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think it would be fun for her to, tr to try it. She's mentioned it enough times. I don't know. I Actually, before she even mentioned this, I was going to offer to start a group for her if she... If that's what she was waiting for, someone to just do it, or if she wants to be in charge of it. But and I was going to say that, but, you know, whatever. Oh, I was just saying, isn't that essentially, it feels like that's what the Ologies page is. There's a couple people that run it. And then right. Allie is a, like an admin on it. Uh, so she has control over it. But so do other people do because she's fairly busy. Right. I think some fans started started it for her. Or it's run by them or something like that. But if Allison's into that, I mean, she there are a f most of us, at least in our group, are responsible enough that would be like they wouldn't just let anybody in and moderate it to a way that it would be fun for people and represent her correctly. So uh, let's talk about JMO's. Toby, did you pick a JMO? Uh, I picked a couple, but I was sort of going to go based on whether you picked one or not. I didn't, so this will be good. Okay. Uh, well, the one that I picked, one of mine got red, so I was going to pick that if, <laughs> if no one else did, I guess. Uh, but I, I felt bad for Ray Morgan. <laughs> or a shout out to Ray, because it's I, even though it was playful, I think, they were they were being a little bit mean, I thought. Uh, what do you think of that? Yeah, it's funny. At first, I was like, "Whoa, they are going in on Ray," and then, um, and then I saw people mentioning it on our Facebook group, and Ray uh, mentioned that, you know, you he grew up with you know people like that. Just like that's how that's I know that's how we were as kids. Like my friends and I, we talk so much shit about each other that like we're trying to hurt each other's feelings and it's actually the way that we show that we care about each other so uh it's good that ray uh was raised like that because otherwise he may have uh, taken this in a completely different way than they than they meant it yeah that's sort of how i felt that's that is i really lay into people that i care about and actually don't make fun of people that i that i don't care about because I don't have any uh, emotional investment in them. But it, still hearing it as a third party, knowing that they don't know him, I wasn't sure how how it was. But it was 
I mean, I think it was playful. So, Lisa, do you think that this was gentle ribbing, or do you think that they really have it out for Ray? <laughs> I think they tore him a new Ray hole. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think this is one thing that I fear when I send in a JMO is that they're maybe not going to take it in the spirit of which it was written, or they're going to make fun of me or they're going to say something that's going to, I don't know, but I mean, Ray's got tough skin, so he's not going to be like all butthurt over it, but I would probably be like, I'd be pretty sad if they said those things about me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, I mean, I obviously don't like going to funerals. I don't know if anybody does. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I sometimes do kind of like going because it, it makes me feel so I can cry and I don't have that option very often. So apparently I need to watch Gleason to get some of that out. But other than that, I don't think anyone likes to go to any funerals, no matter who they're for. So, And then the one that I sent in was having the volume up, even when I'm watching a foreign show and I have the subtitles on, I still need to be able to hear. And it they talked a lot about subtitles after that, but none of them actually answered whether or not they need the volume up. They just talked about needing subtitles even in english and stuff so i mean i'm glad that it they glad they talked about things but yeah so about uh, on the subtitles i if i use them uh like actually me and rachel are currently watching this show on netflix that's uh aired in mexico i think i don't know if it aired here but uh it's in spanish most of it but it takes place in la so she reads the subtitles and it's funny because i read them too and then i like say that's not what that said or you know, uh, stuff like that. But I do turn up the volume no matter what, because otherwise it's, I'm watching a silent movie and I'm just reading subtitles and that's not, that's not what we're, you know, trying to do. But Lisa, what about you? Subtitles? I have subtitles on all the time and mostly because, well, I would turn the volume up no matter what, but typically I watch things on my tablet and sometimes I'm in a room where other people are like if, my husband's watching something on another TV and or whatever, and I'll just have the volume kind of down and I'll just be reading it so I don't bother anybody. But now I'm just so used to it being on that I enjoy it. And also there are sometimes like with Twin Peaks, I'll be watching it with the subtitles on and then, and there are things that I never heard before that are very subtle. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that, that that's what that person said or there was like this little subtle noise that was something else. But in general, I have them on all the time and I don't know why. It's like a weird... It's a weird thing to do. Oh, no, I was just going to note on the JMO front that I've had two JMOs on in the last two months, and neither time Allie was on, and I was very disappointed. Aww. What yeah. a bummer. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about inviting her over next week. I wonder if she'll come over, then you'll really be pumped. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'll survive. Let's, might as well close the show out with uh, being mean to you as well, apparently. No, <laughs> I... <laughs> uh, support Allison in any way that you can all of her sponsors go to allisonrosen.com uh, support her on Patreon her book pre-order comes out March 21st which is just in a few days and the actual book comes out April 10th she'll have a book signing I she posted one maybe page of her book and I'm intrigued just by reading that page she's such a good writer and I'm really excited about this book the junk show, there's going to be an anniversary junk show on April 8th. 
and I think that'd be a lot of fun for um, some Allison people to all show up and support him there because I think that'd be a lot of fun. Next week is our 100th episode. I can't believe this is our 99th episode, Rafi. It's crazy. Uh, next week, 100th episode, group of all of us coming together and having some Allison snacks and having a sleepover and watching shitty movies. So really excited about that. If you want to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. Toby, where can we find you? Uh, I think everyone that listens already follows me. So I will say go follow uh, Dagny Music on Twitter or Instagram because she's pretty cool. Also, I wanted to ask last week Last week when she was talking about the super fans that support her, was your name one of them that she said? Me? Oh, no. Okay. There was one other name, and I just probably should just go back and listen, because I'm like, there's one other name that came out before Trice and Becky, and I can't remember whose it was. Anyway, uh, Rafi, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at RMC Guitars, but I think if you're a fan of this show and a fan of Allison's show, you're a fan of Jordan Morris. So he recently popped up on a youtube show that i don't even watch it's called good mythical morning and apparently he's working over there now uh so type that in and look up a video where he buys everything that he's advertised for one day and uh it was a fun little video so check that out Ooh, that sounds fun I just like how you said jordan popped up that just made me laugh <laughs> no i think my phone's listening to me because why oh. the fuck did Jordan Morris on some YouTube channel that I don't really watch? I mean, I know why it popped up, but still, I don't watch that channel. Mm. I don't know these people. And then a Jordan Morris video just pops into my feed. Very suspicious. I'll post the link on Facebook so people can check it out. I know, awesome. Lisa, you'll be all over that. Oh, I'm already watching it right now. <laughs> <laughs> check him out on AMDM. <laughs> <laughs> He's popping up all over the place. <laughs> sliding in <laughs> sliding right in this little slippery little sucker <laughs> all right <laughs> bffs i love you thank you and good night yeah trying to bring your ass to the table y'all x to the z exhibit yeah where you at d uh og what bring it alive dr dre what <laughs> throwing up a big ass w covered up the world right yeah huh Look, you ain't trying to hot box with me. I swing hard liquor going down by the second round. All hell the underground. How that sound? Exhibit backing down from a conflict. Fuck the nonsense. Terrorists hit a bomb shit. Glass and metal in every direction. In the sandbox, stand is taught a very hard lesson. I'm the reason there's no time to reach for that weapon. And reason why niggas with problems keep on stepping. Exhibit ready to scrap like Mike Tyson with his license back. Nine to five minimum wage. What type of life is that for me? It's blasphemy. You fucking around with the Sundance Kid and Butch Cassidy. You had the audacity to want to take her with the X-ray on your neck. Slap you like the opposite sex. Drunk driving trying to stack my loot. While other rappers getting treated like a prostitute. So check the sound scale. All I want to be was a Snoop Dogg, back up in the heezy, baby, you jockin' my style, you so crazy, Dre say ain't no limit to this, as long as we drop gangsta shit, look here bitch, you fine and I dig your style, come fuck with a nigga, do it, don't be style, I'll be gentle, sentimental, shit, we fucked in the rental, Lincoln, continental, hmm. 
coast to coast, LA to Chicago. Yeah, nigga, you I know get what's happening, man. Everywhere that I go. These bitches know what time it is. Hell yeah. Hoes know about a nigga like me, man. I'm hipping these hoes, nigga. nigga. Cause they know. Bitch, please. Get down on your goddamn knees. But it's money trying to close in weeds. You fucking with some real OGs. Bitch, please. Bitch, please. Get down on your motherfucking knees. We came to get the motherfucking G's. Yeah, you fucking with some real OGs. You dick tease. Bitch, please. Now what you need to do is. Hand my coat and roll me some dough. Different strokes for different folks. Oh, you like setting niggas up and getting them looks. Oh, cute little bitch with a whole lot of heart. Shit gets thick when the light gets dark. She say she got some lick for me. Worth about 200 G's and 30 keys. Now check this out, Dre. Now if I don't move, then a nigga like me, shit, I don't lose. But you know me, dog, I'm moving. Ain't nothing to it but to get to grooving. You've been waiting on a nigga like me to take that chance and rob your man and beat up the pussy. A victim of a circumstance. That's the devil. They always want to dance. See, we go out with a bang. I'm trying to work this cold thing and take this whole thing. I get the money everywhere that I go. I bust a bitch and take her money for show. I get the money everywhere that I go. I bust a bitch and take her money for show. You don't want to step to me. Still claiming D. 